people who practice good time management, they often find themselves are more productive, have more energy to do things, and can get things accomplished so easily. They feel less stress, of course, and they have more free time to do things that they love and they want. Get more things done easily and fast. Relate to more positively to others, and they feel better about themselves. We all have the same amount of time in the day. How you use your time is really up to you. That's why we bring this episode to you: time management. Are you asking yourself the important questions? What kind of growth are you chasing? Can you repackage fear as incentive? Where does what you know end and who you are begin? If you're ready to take a deep dive into introspective mechanics. Welcome to the Inspire Here podcast, where two boss women have open, organic conversation on all things philosophy, self-improvement, and evolution. Get aligned with your core values, discover your vision, and elevate your essence to the very next level. Here are your hosts, Queen Bedra and Shivali Patel. Time is the one indispensable and irreplaceable asset that you have. It's that resource for accomplishment that can really propel you forward. It can't be saved or recovered once you've used it up, and that is why it is so important to use it wisely. Everything you do requires time, and so the better that you are able to use that time, the more you will be able to get done. This is not to say that accomplishments are the end-all, be-all. However, Doing so can get you places, and it can make you feel really good about the things you want to achieve and the way that you want to live your life. However, the term time management is a bit mistermed because time is not really quite something you can manage. It moves on with or without you, but you can manage the events that happen in your life. As Queen said, we all get the same amount of time. And how you use that time will depend on your skill set through self-planning, evaluation, and self-control. So be sure to really get conscious and take in this episode, so that way you are actually going to implement the things that we talk about. Bad news: time flies; it's valuable and limited. But as Michael Altshuler once said, the good thing is is that you are the pilot. You have the capability to use time wisely. Yes, I really like what you just said here. We are the pilot. That's amazing. Take control. That is how the psychology of time management is based on. Principle is the law of control. Psychologists refer to the difference between an internal locus of control, where you feel that you are the master of your own destiny, and I really like this because we are in charge and we can pilot our life the way we want. That really depends on how you manage your time and how you want to use up your time. If you feel that there's too much to do in too little time, and you are not really in charge of it, you kind of like off balance with what you have to do and get things done. But then, if you aware of it and then you're able to organize it hour by hour, which later on we will guide you guys how we could able to successfully. Use our time the most efficient. So there's also a big difference between action that is self-determined and goal-directed. Between these two, I think it's about the external pressure of how you would like to sort the 
situations at hand. It's a difference between feeling positive and in the control of your life or you're feeling negative stress and pressure. But above all, I personally would want us to be able to have the time management in the positive side because why would you want to have such a high pressure and try to get things done and then destroy your health and sabotage yourself? In the psychology terms, each person have their own self-concept. We have our internal master program of our behavior and we prioritize things how important they are in each area of our life. The people who have this high self-concept, they are well organized and they are more productive than those who doesn't know their self-concept. Your self-concept is made up all from your ideas or your um, beliefs, your core beliefs of yourself, your vision, your goals all together combined. The more you figure it out who you really are, how you would like to be, which we already always mentioned in other episodes before this, that it's really important to know who you are because that's aligned with what you wanted to do and what you want to choose to do in your life as well. I say that before, your thoughts become things. So whatever you believe, it's actually give you the direction that you will pursue. For example, if you believe that you are an entrepreneur who have a seven figures, then you will find all the way how to achieve that. So what you believe about yourself, it's actually related to how you manage your own time. And whatever that you believe, if you think yourself as an excellent manager of the time management, then you would definitely be. You can also take the courses on time management. You can develop yourself by reading books of the successor who able to work on this time management better and able to have a absolutely excellent outcome. Um, for example, a lot of us, we have the own habits that it's hard to shake off. So in order to do that, we have to find the knowledge and experience elsewhere outside of ourselves because we don't know. And when you are in a transition, just make sure that you are not too hard on yourself because oftentimes when we want to try to change our habits, then we want to get it done easily and that's when the pressure come in. And then you will then add it up in the negative time management zone or area, which I don't want you guys to experience that. So take it easy and have the goals, slowly build up around it, organize your time wisely, also the time aside for yourself, how you can enjoy your being. Another thing that I want to add on is desire. The desire is something that could lead you to achieve maximum. When you desire or you have passion at something, you want it to put all your force that you have into the project or into the things that you like. For example, like Inspire here, you guys have absolutely no idea how much time we put into it, how excited and how nervous every time when we wanna bring some new contents and at the same time we get to learn. So we are desire 
to make an amazing content for you guys. Another thing, decisiveness. If you are a kind of person who not really sure what to make the decision on, so it's good to have a clear decision of how and what you want to do, that then will help you with the time management. Determination. If we don't have this, then there's no the willpower. All of us need a willpower to successfully get things done. So bring that, ignite the fire within you. And the last thing, discipline. To have discipline is absolutely help so much with success. If you know this already, you go and check all the lists that I just told you. Whatever that you fail to do it, it's time to develop yourself and get it done right away. And then your time management will be absolutely amazing and you can get done things done easily and happily too. What an easy way to remember how to transition or develop the new positive belief system about yourself. I believe you mentioned four Ds, right? The desire, you also said decisiveness, determination, and discipline, correct? Yes. I think that's fantastic. And I hope you guys can take that to heart. When you want to have more effective control over your time, I agree with everything that Queen just said. I also think it's a lot about reframing the way you see time. We had an episode about reframing your mindset, shifting things, the way that you perceive things. And the same thing applies with time because the way that we are taught time is using something called the Kronos approach. And that is where every single second and minute is treated as equal. This can lead to a lack of appreciation sometimes. And there is a different approach you can use called the Kairos approach. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. It might be Kairos, but I'm going to call it Kairos. So stick (laughs) with me here. And that is where the value of any given moment is determined by the way that we spend that moment in time. This means spending a day watching TV is different from the value of that time that you spent maybe with a loved one. Opportunities come and go. They're always going to be there if you open yourself up to them. And I realize you don't have to take every single opportunity that comes your way, but with the Kairos approach to time, maybe it will lead you to take in more opportunities. And when you are doing that, you will be seizing more of those special moments in your life as opposed to if you had just done something that was a Kronos approach only, right? And that itself is a really big step. Also know how you're spending your time. If you want to get better about your time, you want to study it. I always say that for any part of your life. If you want to make money, study money. If you want to study it, if you want to go into engineering, you're going to be studying engineering. And the same thing applies for time. If you want to do better about time management, study the way you're spending your time. Did everything you need to get done, get done. Which of your tasks required the most time? What time of the day are you most productive? And where is most of your time being devoted? These are all questions. They're not all of the questions, but they are a small fraction of questions that you could be asking yourself to get a better understanding. Where is all that time really going? right? If you feel like you're constantly at a loss of time, where is it going? Record those results and actively consciously work on getting better about it. If you're understanding the most time-consuming tasks, it will help you determine where to invest your time 
in the most important activities, which can properly help you draw up a course of action. Third thing, you want to set priorities by distinguishing what is important and what is urgent. This is another thing that I've talked about before. I first learned about it in the First Things First book by Stephen Covey, and I believe he's kind of co-written it, if I remember correctly. But if there are other authors, I apologize. (laughs) Just know that there is a time management matrix in that book, and it is so very useful. It's full of four quadrants. It allows you to kind of understand which tasks are important, but not urgent, maybe or which tasks are urgent and not important. An example of something that is important and urgent is picking up maybe your sick kid from school. Something that is important but not urgent is scheduling your dentist appointment because your insurance is coming to an end. Something that is not important but it is urgent is maybe making breakfast for your family. Something that is not important but it is not urgent either is responding to maybe some brands that have reached out to you and you are not a full-time content creator. Maybe that's not the top priority for you. And that's okay. Those are tasks that maybe either fall off of your list or you don't get to them because they're not important or urgent for you. But those things that I mentioned before, right, that are urgent, that are important, like picking up your kid from school or maybe there's something going on in your house that you want to fix that is very urgent, then those are the things that need to get done. And by being really aware and setting those priorities from low priority, medium priority, high priority, that's when you can start distinguishing where those tasks really lie on your to-do list or your not to-do list. The goal is to remove the highest priority items and get them done, get them knocked out, and then you can move on into your medium and your low priority list. Maybe you might not get to those low priority lists, but you'll have new things kind of enter that high priority section, and more of those getting done will allow you to have that sense of achievement or accomplishment that you were initially looking for. It'll help you get more done. Of course, with getting things done, that requires being organized. So make sure you're always taking notes. You're doing whatever system really works for you. Queen, what about you? Do you feel like there's a system that always works for you? Do you think everybody has the same system? No, I think we have different. Because like you and me, I can see that when we work together. And you are very high technology kind of person. And you have all the tools on your computer, on your phone, the apps and everything. And I'm like do have my note that I write it down and then I cross it out, I make notes. So now I think when I see this, everyone have their own system that it works for them. And it's nice to learn from you because I'm open up to develop myself and I know that with all the tools, it will help me to get things done faster as well. But I have to get familiar with it first. Definitely. Everybody has a different system. If there's something that works for you, maybe that's what you should stick to. It doesn't mean you have to take in a new system. But the way that Queen does, opening yourself up to something new can also really open up a wide range of opportunities for you. Keep that in mind. Get organized. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Stay open-minded, open for new opportunities and new learning i think that is the nice way and also we just talk about in the other episode growth mindset (laughs) so there's more for me to add to it 
Um, I know that a lot of us don't want to get help from others, but it's nice to delegate and get help from others. But first, you have to develop a clear focus first. When you mention like, oh, I didn't have time. You actually do have time and you have the same time as everyone else. But sometimes maybe you are like juggling between different tasks and it's okay to approach someone and ask for help. If you are, especially when you are in a corporate and you have team, so you ask your team if they can help you to sort this out. They can help a little bit of this project. And then if someone asks you, you also have to know that what is important or urgent to you. And it's okay to also decline if someone asks you to get help right away and it's not possible for you. But with the nice gesture, you can get your things done and say, hey, I'm going to get back to you and I will help you out with this. I think it's all about communicating and compromising. The next one would be stop procrastinating. I know a lot of us do that because I do it too. To help you to stop procrastinate, it would be set the deadlines because when you have a deadline, then you are starting to build the routine or achieve the task upon the times that you set. And then you will know that you can actually get everything done if you set everything in the timetable, which Shivali is the best person who doing it. She introduced me. And the next thing would be manage time wasters. A lot of us spend our time on social media. I fell into that category because when I post my media and I fell into, you know, just to check who's doing what, where they are. And then all of a sudden, oh no, it has been two hours already. So make sure that you block out the distractions. If you want to check your media, you have to post something, just post it and get out right away and move on to the next list that you have to do. And this takes a lot of willpower. Of course, you have to have your goals that you want to do, then you wouldn't waste time on, on anything that not necessarily built for you. So go back to this. If you feel that it's very useless for your emotions, don't waste your time. It's better to segment your time for the things that would grow you, like the classes, the course, or spend time with your loved one, your family, like Shivali's mentioned, because it's very emotional fulfilling. Make sure that you realize that, aware of it, and don't waste your time, guys. Concentrate your mind in the present moment. It's something very important because when you are working and you are conscious, enough then you can get things done efficiently for example if you are worried about your past or anxious about your future you are not in the present moment at all then you are just doing the work or you are talking to the person without being here what are the message or the contents that you want to send to them i also aware of myself, you know, there's sometimes when I wake up in the morning and I have this anxiety right away because I don't know what's going to happen today or in the near futures. I fell into the habits of having this emotional in the morning. I'm not moody, but like I feel a little bit worried, I would say that. So what I do is when I'm aware of it, I try to get into my routine, which I have mentioned in so many of our episodes which is affirmations and journaling helped me a lot and i think that maybe these two methods would help you guys as well 
you cannot change the past. You have to accept that, and you cannot try to, you know, pull the future closer to you and control it. It's out of our control. We have to understand that we can only do best in our present moment, and that would lead us to where we want it to be or how it would be, which is would be positive if you do it positively now, and avoid uh, multitasking. I know we are the human who wanted to do everything and get things done, but when you're doing that, I think sometimes you kind of like not focusing on the task as it's supposed to get the focus from you. Do one thing at a time. Multitasking does not work. You can segment the time and fragment the time. How would you want to get things done if you want to get 20% of this work done and then the next and then come back to it later or you want to fully spend six hours on it, it's really up to you. So it's better to organize times that way. And the last thing that I want to remind you guys is to stay healthy. A lot of us, when we jump into work, we always forget to drink water to block the time to eat. Please also schedule that in if you are the kind of person who forget these fundamental rules of life because to stay healthy it will help you with other things not only just time management but it will help you to have a healthy lifestyle or become whoever you want it to be too those are all really wonderful tips i want to add there's a book called the erroneous zones by a wayne dyer and he talks about worry and guilt and it plays directly into what you were saying about the past and the future Worry and guilt really can hold us back. Worrying about the past or maybe the guilt of the past or worrying about the future. And that version of the future may never arrive for you. So both of those emotions are really wasted. And that is cutting into time. Make sure that you're getting the most out of the time by being very present. I absolutely love what you said about that not relying on willpower, not relying on those distractions and really getting things done. I also want to add that when it comes to time management, it's all great if you have something that's centered around a focal point of money. But when you ask people what they most regretted, you'll notice that oftentimes it's something that has to do outside of money. And that's because money is more of a mechanism to get you somewhere. It's usually how can I achieve more money so I can go do the thing I love, so I can go travel, so I can spend time with the person I love. And I want you to make sure that you remember that. We talked about prioritizing what's urgent and important and then working through a priority list already, but really tie that in into what is truly important to you and that you're really digging deep. So it's not just the first layer down. It's not just, oh, I want to do this so I can have more money so I can blah, blah, blah. But also, why do you need those things? Truly, why are they important to you? And when you dig deep, then the time management aspect will become more clear to you. This leads me to scheduling more appropriately. This is one of the last things I will talk about, I promise, and then we'll just recap it out for you here. Don't be busy, be productive. I am at fault of this, really, really heavily at fault of this. I grew up being super busy. And so for a time, that is where I was always at. I needed to be doing something and it didn't really matter what it was. Doing a thing well is often a waste of time because just because you're doing it well doesn't mean that it should have been done. Should it be done? 
if a job didn't need to be done, then doesn't matter. If someone else could have done it, doesn't matter. Is it really something that you wanted to get done for yourself? Or could you have maybe, I don't know, said no, delegated it, automated it, outsourced it, renegotiated it? There are a number of other options. So did you plan for that to be part of your plan for time management? Or could you have done something else? Was it important enough for you to do? There is a quote, and this seems to be the episode where I am dropping a number of quotes, but I love time management because it gets things done. Efficiency is doing things right. Effectiveness is doing the right things. And that is by Peter Drucker. Still don't know if I'm pronouncing that name correctly, but at least you know it needs to be an effective thing for it to actually play into your time management scheduling. Time block your day. Schedule your day in sections for tasks. Don't try to do everything at once. I think it is better to leave time for not only things to go wrong, but also time for you to have downtime because there's the whole 80%, 20% rule where most of the things you do will be done in 20% of the time. Just be mindful of that. Plan for things to go wrong and give yourself grace if you fall short. Before we close off, let me just do a quick rundown of the things we talked about. Time management is good for you. It leads to a number of great benefits. It is indispensable. You want to be sure that you are managing the events in your life so you have the maximum control over time that you could possibly have. There are several different ways that you can get attuned for time management. You want to have great awareness of your internal and external focal points your locus of controls, and then whatever you believe in will become your reality. So make sure that you not only have the desire, the decisiveness, the determination and discipline to follow through, but that you're also reframing the way you see time, that you are actively putting in an effort. You know how you're spending your time. You know your priorities. You're working through those priorities. You're removing things that aren't important or urgent or could be done by someone else. You're automating or outsourcing those when needed that you have a plan, you're getting organized, and you are not procrastinating managing those time wasters. Focus on one thing at a time. I hope you guys found this episode to be incredibly helpful and valuable to you. Stay healthy, take action, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. You've been listening to Inspire Here. Our passion is to have open, organic, real and raw conversations on everything from philosophy, self-improvement, to evolution, helping you to take a deep dive into your introspective mechanics. We hope you've enjoyed the show and we hope you've gotten something from it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Inspire Here. Take care, and we'll see you next time on Inspire Here.